I've suffered from body image issues, emotional eating issues uh, most of my life, and I was just tired of it. I was in a place where I just wanted freedom from it. Reading the book guided me to the website, and I checked it out and watched a couple videos and realized this was something that I could do. And it just connected with me. I did some videos, did them myself, and for the first time in my whole life, I experienced joy through the workout. I actually enjoyed it, and through that, just the freedom came. And I'm still a work in progress. I'm not there yet, but my body holds my story, and I just move with it, and it's just so, such a joyful expression of um, God's freedom and redemption, so. The instructor program has been, so far, has been just an amazing experience. It's been life-changing. It's given me the tools, Rev has given me the tools that I needed to equip me when I didn't think I was equipped. Revelation Wellness believes in you when you don't always believe in yourself. And it's been a week of just common-minded people coming together of all shapes and sizes and backgrounds. And it's been amazing how this comes together as one freedom and just walking in a new identity as a daughter of, of the king. I would have missed out on all of that and I never thought as a 40-year-old woman that I would, I thought I knew, but now I really know. And so that has been such an amazing thing for me to walk through. This week has been incredible. Hey everyone and welcome to another episode of the Revelation Wellness Podcast. I love getting a chance to share little sound bites of these testimonies um, of people who are revving their lives. They are living to love God, get healthy, be whole, and love others. And that was Sarah from Botswana. Um, she lives in Botswana and has taken this tool of fitness back into her community to spread the good news. And I love the fact that she would say that Rev believes in you when you don't believe in yourself. Yes. Guilty as charged. I've always said to you guys, don't tell me your dream unless you want me to hold you accountable to it. <laughs> oh, it's a problem. A good one that I have. But um, if instructor training resonates with you, we definitely invite you to come in. We're just letting you know as the time's ticking to get into Platoon 22. Class starts on February 18th, Monday, February 18th, or Thursday the 21st. So don't delay and get on in there. I'm bringing a teaching today with you for you guys that I actually recorded back in a private group, um, completely private. It's for everyone who has signed up and is participating in the little way. 30 days of small, sustainable, um, applicable changes to our heart, to our mind, and yes, uh, considering food and fitness as well that we are all going through together. And today I'm talking about a plumb line. Uh, there's going to be a part where I wish it was visual. I actually did this on a Facebook Live where you could see the plumb line. But when I start to hold a plumb line up, I just want you to see the picture of a red ribbon tied to a three-pound hand weight. <laughs> okay? We have to improvise here. Um, honestly, the God, God is so good. Um, and these small, simple changes. God is a God of small things. He rejoices. I want to talk about his heart today, of how excited he gets when we get small in our heart. When we say, take me back to the beginning, when I was young, and God, rewrite the story of my body, my mind, my heart, and, the, and even the circumstances of trouble that I have faced. So I hope today's uh, teaching blesses you. Share it with someone. Share this podcast. Leave a review. 
Uh, thank you when you do that. It really does help us reach the nations. You guys have a great day. Peace. Did you do your 10 minutes? Just your little 10 minutes. I worked out with Kara today. My booty's going to feel it a little bit tomorrow. <laughs> it was so good. I was like breathless by the 10 minutes. It was a good 10 minutes. Again, for those of you that have not been moving at all, the 10 minutes is going to be such a beautiful, wonderful challenge. And for the rest of us who are usually like 10 minutes is like, whatever, no big deal. We are encouraging you and challenging and, and, cha and championing you on. And for those of you who usually work out an hour or whatever, listen, see if you can start to just pull it back, cut it back, cut it back. And um, don't feel, there's something I'm gonna talk about today and that's really eradicating fear from the temple. This thing called our bodies is now the temple. It's where God dwells. Once upon a time it was a building and now it's us. Let's just take a minute to like say la that. God is in me right now. God, creator of heaven and earth, is in you. He's speaking right now. What's he saying? I love that. Ask that question. I Talking to the Lord all day long, talking out loud to the Holy Spirit, it's a wonderful trait to establish. It's okay if the world thinks you're crazy. I'm learning in my, as I'm, you know, wanting to make the most of my days, wanting to have the most fun, wanting to have the most joy, wanting to have the most focus to make room for God to speak to me in this temple. God, what are you saying right now? What are you doing right now? What do you think about this situation? But when I just ask him, whenever I just straight up ask him, like we just did, like, God, what are you saying right now? I always hear this and I don't care if you say you're making it up. I'd rather live this way than not have it. I always hear him say, I just love you so much. I just love you so much because it's the delight of the Lord that charges me to the discipline or the duty. We don't work from duty for delight. We have delight and it's our, it becomes a duty to like, I'm, I'm excited to do this. Even if it's hard, even if, it's, if it feels like I don't want to, he loves me. He's with me. He would not ask me to do, oh, good, Jennifer. She did the 30 minutes. Good. Good. Oh my gosh, Megan. She doesn't usually do 30, but it was joy-filled 30 minutes. Amen. We're rebuilding the temple. That's why today our verse was from Zechariah 4.10, where it says, do not despise the small things, the small beginnings. In another translation, it says the young things. I love that. Do not despise the young things. Don't despise when you want to go play or when a child wants to play with you. Don't despise wanting to have fun. Don't despise wanting to have joy again. Don't despise it. Don't despise, you know, what we do despise is this body or this thing and we tell ourselves we're bad and this isn't good and I should be better. I should be a better version of myself by now. God goes, that's just, that's not how I've created you. Go, go young, get small to get big. Go back in the beginning, go back. Don't despise the small beginnings, the young things. For the Lord rejoices to see the work begin, to see the plumb line in Zerubbabel's hand. For the Lord, Lord rejoices to see the work begin. I love that translation. Um, in the NASB, uh, it's, it's different, but it still talks about the joy, this gladness of the work. That God was already <laughs> excited about this day for you because there's a new work he wants to do in rebuilding, reforming, refashioning your heart 
to return back to what it once was before it got banged up and bruised by this world and told you're not good enough you're not going to fit in you're not going to cut it whatever it is he's going i'm going to put that heart back let's go back and start again and he rejoices any day you have to start again god is excited about it can you just take that in for a minute we tend to be like oh i gotta do it again i mean i went through a wilderness season recently where it was like we're still here lord oh god almighty please lord get me out of this wilderness. Come on, move the thing, move the thing. And I can't help but feel like the Lord just sat down with a smile and go, it's going to be okay. I'm excited about today. There are new possibilities today. There are new things you will learn, even though it feels like old stuff. Let the work happen. Let the work have its time and its process to go through you. So watching us start small pleases the heart of God. Watching us start small. That's why when we gather up all our weapons and our chariots and our horses and like we feel like we got to have this huge thing on, it actually, it's not that God still isn't pleased about us, but it's too much. It's just too much. Just pick that one thing. And so today you had the one thing to address and that was this deconstructing the better version of yourself. Like, is that really what I'm going after, God? What, what are we going after here? Uh, I know that, I want you to also hear, a lot of you, um, you're like, Elisa, I will feel better if I lose 20 pounds. And that is totally true. Yes, there are some of you that your knees hurt, your back hurt, you just don't have the energy. You're like, I need to lose the weight. Yes, okay. But let's look at the weight in terms of what drives you to do the thing you don't want to do. Because if we get to that, then the body is just going to catch up to there. The body will be an overflow. You will flow in integration of a heart and a mind that is in coherence and a loving a God that integrates and keeps us whole and strong. That's the plumb line. It's strong. It's foundational. It's glory from heaven to earth. And then you can make all these decisions not having to worry if it's going to break you or fall apart. Celebrating small wins is a way of life for Jesus followers. Each day we continue to build on small wins of the day before. So tell me right now, there's 90 of you here. Give me a small win so far this day. Go. Put it in the chat. I'll wait. Give me a small win for today. I'll tell you my small win today. Um... I was feeling kind of frenzied as I was at the office. <laughs> I was getting there. I was like, and I intentionally stopped and just said, I'm going to breathe. Give me a minute. This is a get to. I'm not going to run in this meeting stressed. I'm not going to like just check the box. And so I pulled back and I thought about what is my hope for this meeting? And then I could enter in with my new creation self which some might call the better version of myself, which it's true. The best version of me is the new creation me. The me that is a daughter of God all the time, who hears God, listens, and obeys. So Amanda said, aware of his presence. Jennifer said, I've eaten two healthy meals. Less coffee, Karina. My son came up with a solution to a problem on his own. Nikki, yes, praise God. 46 ounces of water. Everyone, we need a water break. My water's over there. More water. Yes, water's a good thing. 
No sugar. Yeah, today we talked about less shadows, more substance, more real food. No snacking and all the kid food. I'm constantly around. No joke, Bobby. Yeah. Doesn't it take real? Like, I got to pay attention. Am I really hungry or am I am I bored? Am I anxious? What am I doing? You worked out and didn't overconsume with the excuse of I worked out. Yeah. Amen, Charity. Yes, this is where movement becomes a delight, not a ledger. Like, okay, I did that. Now I can do that. No, like I did that because it's overflow for me. And now I will continue to integrate my heart and mind. What's the best thing for me to put in my mouth right now? What's the best thought for me to put in my head right now? Just think in line with the best. I went to lunch and only ate the burger. No bun, no fries. Good for you. I've cleaned out some of the clutter in my closet. Oh my gosh, Paula. Isn't that, that is a spiritual experience. Uh, School, getting five kids off to school, first day after break, amen. Good job. All right, I love these, you guys. Small wins, small wins. Yeah. Any any of you remember The Biggest Loser? And remember they would get up on that scale and then they were looking for the big win. It's the biggest loser. Who can lose the most pound? Who can lose the most weight? And the thing that was so kind of... um, um, what's the word addicting or like we would continue to watch it's because we're mesmerized by the before and after are we not like we're gonna go wow <laughs> wow and I just feel like that is what the Lord sees in us already he already sees the after in us and when we show up each day for the small thing he's like wow <laughs> amazing he can see the tree from the seed he already sees the oak tree that's just starting with a seed so that's why don't despise it We're building a new thing. And if you want to build something that's last, it's got to take time. You got to be consistent. You got to be diligent. And please have joy and delight about it because if it's just a duty, you're going to kick and scream and want to quit building all the time. So wherever there is um, disappointment, frustration, worry, fear, that is the stuff that God is trying to clean out of our temple. So don't despise that. That's when you get to recognize there's the stumbling block. Okay, let me breathe a minute. God, what is it you're trying to tell me? What's the little thing I need right now? Because Lord, I cannot take one more big thing. (laughs) I'm weighed down right now, Lord. What's the little thing? I always feel like God just is giving a little kiss on the cheek. He's not trying to like smother us and change our outfit and wash our face. Like he's just like right there, hand on the shoulder going, Let's go this light and easy yoke way. So the biggest loser, funny thing is, I was reading some uh, science behind some of this, you know, weight loss. Clearly right now you can read a lot about it with weight loss. Um, But we liked it because we saw these big wins and people would be big transformation. And I'm sure many of you know and have heard most, if not all those contestants suffered later. They actually went home, gained what they lost back, also gained up to 40% more weight than what they had lost, and they feel more miserable, more depressed. I mean, can you imagine? They went on public television and did their big, big, big reveal. Look at this big work I did, and it can't sustain itself, and actually the body is not meant for it. The brain isn't meant for it. That's why we binge, we do big things, and and that is not how nature is created for. Nature is created for small steps at a time. 
moving in harmony and consistency. There are these big suddenly moments, but we don't realize there's been something going on underneath the ground for a long time. It'll burden you, but God's trying to do something that will last, eradicate fear, eradicate shame, eradicate fear of the future, eradicate fear of getting old, eradicate the fear of being too young. Fear, 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 shame and guilt is what's got to go from out of this temple. So here is my version of a plumb line. Look at that. Right there. <laughs> Three pound weight. I have no string because I don't know who has string anymore. That is ribbon from um, our Christmas pile of gifts. But you guys, this is, I'm holding it up high, the weight down low. Wherever I hold this and just rest it, gravity will do its thing. It's not going to do this. It just can't. It won't unless the earth starts to tilt, right? There is a natural law in place that this plumb line is getting into alignment with. There's no work happening here other than the fact that I'm holding it, keeping it from touching or messing with it or swinging with it and letting it rest in straight up down. This is stacked. Again, nothing's going to make it register this way or that way. It will hold straight up down so that something can be built that lasts. Now, here's the cool thing. This is how rebuilding works. It's from heaven up high to earth low. Down low. What is this weight? The word glory means weightiness that the earth is filled with God's glory, Psalm says. The psalmist says that earth is filled with God's, it's filled with God's weightiness, evidence that he's created something that is in order, that sustains, and it's weighty. But this rebuilding a thing is a heaven to earth situation. The weight of God wants to infiltrate earth from heaven. The glory comes from heaven, but it falls down into earth and that everything that's built on the glory of God will last it will be eternal. It will also be whole. It'll be healthy. It'll stay strong. So if a storm comes, if a wind comes, whatever comes, the wall stays built. The foundations of the earth are built on God's glory. And in his glory, there is only good truth and love. It's good. Heaven to earth. God longs to see his glory on earth as it is in heaven. He already sees, Ephesians 3 says that you are the workmanship of him, created in Christ Jesus in the foundations of the earth. He chose you as a workmanship, a poem, a perfect design of who he is. He already sees the end. He knows what the end looks like from the beginning. He's the author. But he wants to see you as you were intended to be on earth as it is in heaven. Let's ask you this question. In heaven, do you think they are measuring body fat? <laughs> now, I'm not saying that again. I always say that because everyone goes, great, I don't have to worry about body fat. And I go, it's something to consider if you are hiding from what's truly going on, what's really going on. If you're afraid, if you have shame, if you have guilt, then you will often do things to pleasure yourself or to feed that thing, that that's why I'm like, let's just get after that. Let's go after those things of the heart 
And then everything else will weigh itself out according to the scales of God, of his glory, from heaven to earth. Our temples, our bodies, are to be built inside the love of God that eradicates all fear and the mercy of God that breaks off shame. Zechariah 1.16 says, Therefore, thus says the Lord, I have returned to Jerusalem with mercy. My house shall be built in it, declares the Lord of hosts. We say that again. Therefore, this, the Lord says, I have returned to Jerusalem with mercy. My house, my temple, shall be built in it. The temple resides inside the mercy of God. The temple of us resides inside the love of God. And I know he wants you to feel good. I know he wants you to feel strong. I know he loves it when you do push-ups and feel good and all those things. But if it begins to take your heart into a worried place or a fearful place, a where the glory of God cannot be seen anymore because all we're concerned about are the praises of man, then we're veiling our faces when scripture says he's come to unveil our faces, that we would show the glory, reflect the glory of the Lord on earth as it is in heaven. Today we ask you what you could try to lose or what are you trying to lose and what do you want to find? We'd love to hear your response here in this feed. What are you trying to lose in this time, in this season, in this 30 days, in this little way? What are you trying to lose? Uh, if you are, if your gut instinct is to say, I just want to lose 30 pounds or I want to lose 10 pounds or whatever. Okay. But I'm going to ask you to go deeper because those are things that are measured, um, by man made scales when God's interested in a plumb line and nobody can tell you what your plumb line is to look like other than the God who created you. Because for some, a plumb line means their body is going to have shapes and curves and store energy known as fat in places that it must. And you'll know if you have too much. You'll know it. You'll have aches. You'll have pains. God is not here uh, wanting you to suffer. <laughs> he wants you to live the best life. And it also doesn't mean you'll be void of suffering. There are uh, discomforts to having a body made of flesh, but we have an eternalness to ourself, which resides in the spirit. I'm trying to lose weight of negative critical thinking. Cindy Brown, so be it. Brooke Green, I want to lose fear and, and gain confidence. I am who I am and that's good enough. So be it. Aaron Adams, lose fear of future, gain mental healing. Come on, I'm jumping on that. Yes, so be it. So good. Yeah, okay. And, and again, I want to say, and then I talked about today about, hey, less shadow foods, more substance. Because the glory of God, <laughs> it wants to shine through. It's not going to be in these false, fake foods. It is found in that goodness and the glory of real things, real food that will give you real life. Food is meant for fuel. Fuel. <laughs> and not for fiesta, right? Comfort, you got, we got to make that change. We have to make a change. We have to be willing to go, God, come into this temple, eradicate fear, eradicate shame, take out your plumb line and build according to your plan. Small things done right matters to God. Amen? Small things done right matters to God. That is a big deal. It gives him joy. Okay, 
that's all. I've just popped back here day one. I'll be back here uh, some more this week doing some fun things. We're gonna do. We're gonna cook together one night or something like that. Um, I'm loving these. You guys keep writing down. I want to lose the urge to make myself feel better with food, finding comfort in food. Yeah. Lauren, everyone who wants to break some patterns of like you just the, the food thing, if you're like, I, I, t I turn to food. Well, one, you have do the workouts, do the workouts. There's something in you and take that intention with you. God, I want to break free from turning to food for my comfort. Take that conversation into your 10 minutes. Take that conversation into your journaling. But then also continue the conversation in the day. And I would say, everyone, take a deep breath right now. Exhale. Again. That we've got to be interrupted with our kinetic, frenetic stress anxiety, hand-to-mouth survival, the most violent thing you can do to cut that cord, to cut off, to, to cut the cord of the PA system of hell that constantly tells you, be afraid, be afraid, you're not too, you're too much, you're gonna fail, whatever it is that drives you to do the thing you don't wanna do, you gotta cut that and take out your place and cut it with silence. Just a moment of silence. Do the be still and be loved. Even five minutes of silence. Whatever you can do, just calm down. You don't need more information. I'm here to encourage you. The, the captains are here to encourage you. Um, but what you need is just more silence, stillness. Just sit with it. Sit, feel it. Let the Holy Spirit do the work. The Holy Spirit, I mean... He's more of a walker than a sprinter. He just, he's, he'll, there are moments that he can lift a truck off of a, a, a baby, yes. But for the most part, if we think of the Holy Spirit as a dove, I think it's Bill Johnson who says, if we have a dove resting on my shoulder, because we know that's what happens in John 4 when Jesus is baptized, or Matthew 4, that a spirit descends like a dove and rests on him. If a dove is resting with me all day long, I am going to walk slowly. I don't want it to fly away. I'm gonna be thoughtful, I'm gonna be intentional, I'm gonna have a plan for the day, I'm gonna think about what do I want from this moment? What do I want? How, God, can I participate with what you're doing? How can I bring the glory, the plumb line of heaven to earth so that this moment would not just be transient, it would last? Okay, you're so welcome. Thank you for being here. Amen, Brenda, I needed it too.